recording. Welcome to the Smart and Friends week of TFGC Presents 28 in 28, What's Wrestling Without Music? Love Wrestling, Spencer Love, and Jordan Walder stop by as we spitball music-related wrestling questions at one another without any real rhyme or reason. This February, our 28 and 28 challenge brings you a new podcast every day for a month. If you like what you hear, you can follow us on social media at Two Finger Guns Club. This is a very last minute recording that we're jumping into, and I'd like to actually publicly thank Spencer Love and Jordan Walder for, <laughs> from the Love Wrestling team for, for jumping in to save my ass. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm going to take this one for Mr. J here and just say it's part of my contractual obligations of Love Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Again, with the gimmick infringement. Again, with gimmick infringement. We'll I be having negotiations gonna... with the next contract. Well, if we're, if we're going to do it, we may as well get it out of the way early. So there we go. But Jordan, sorry about that. Zach, thank you for having us. It's never a chore, man. I think I speak for Jordan on that one because I... I did earlier. Oh, you definitely do. <laughs> <Definitely> do. <laughs> yeah. No, glad to have you both. Uh, very much excited to be recording with you guys once again. You know, on that note, on the whole love wrestling gimmick infringement and whatnot, uh, Jordan, should I be referring to you as Mr. J? Like, what's preferred in this context? Whatever makes me seem less. Actually, you know what? Let's, I'm not even going to try and be humble about this. It's Mr. J or it's nothing, Zachary. Show some respect. <laughs> I would say it to Spencer, but I know he has none for me. So <laughs> fine, we'll stick with Mr. J. Okay, Ouch. I'm going to go with, I am going to go with Mr. J, but it's going to slip at least several times during this conversation. And you will uh, be fine for it. <laughs> <laughs> so quick explanation of what we're doing tonight, gentlemen, is uh, we're here tonight and we're talking about the use of music in professional wrestling. Um, last year for 28 and 28, Jordan and I already did this. And of course, we're welcoming Spencer to the fold and happy to do so. And another big difference from last year's episode is we're keeping our conversation focused on music related to factions and like stables and their use of music and everything in that comes with that kind of conversation factions stables groups whatever you may call them the group is not complete until a theme song is involved and i'm going to be honest listeners there's not a lot of structure planned for this conversation um the three of us have a couple questions prepared that we're just going to shoot back and forth other than that there's no real rhyme or reason uh so it's it's just Q and A, one uh, one after another. And with that, if you guys don't mind, I was thinking I would kick it off. No, it's it's your show, man. So we're gonna call the shots. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too bad because I can control and kick you guys out of the room if I so please, and this will be a one man show. No, please don't do that to me. That's gonna be terrible. <laughs> My first question, anyway, revolves around a wrestler who has been involved in a large handful of, of uh, factions himself. That is Sean Waltman. I'd like to ask to the group their favorite theme song used by a Sean Waltman faction, be it X-Pac, Six, Six-Pac, One, Two, Three, Kid. Have at it. That's tough because you've probably got two... It's a cliche, but two like Mount Rushmore quote unquote factions on there in the NWO and Degeneration X. So naturally, um, personally, I I would just have to go with the DX theme song. It's one of my favorites all time. I think I could say the same about the NWO theme, but man, there's just something about DX. I was more of a WWE fan than a WCW fan when I was a kid, admittedly. In the limited amounts I watched wrestling at that age, 
but DX, they were just so cool to me. And it all started, like you said there earlier, Zach, with the theme music. Chris Warren, ladies and gentlemen, let's just point that one out. I got a lot of love for Rage Against the Machine, but they got their things. Chris Warren has the D Generation X vocal and it is flawless. So uh, for both heartfelt reasons and because I just think like using any quote unquote objective metric out there, it's just one of the all time great themes. Good call, man. Jordan, how about you? gonna go with x factor but after that uh no uh well here's well, the thing though x factor was together for what eight weeks and in that time they had about 32 different songs 16 of which were <laughs> uncle cracker songs you got to be more specific i didn't even know, didn't even know uncle cracker I'll take had number 17 songs. for uh for the win how about no i mean obviously <laughs> since spencer played the dx card I, i'll go with the nwo just because like like you said spencer it's mount rushmore that is the theme I, when, I, when I think of Sean Walton, I think of either DX primarily or NWO. And personally, because I like Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix ripoffs, not that it is, <laughs> not that it is at all, because creativity was actually, it totally is. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I love the riff. I, I love everything about that track. So I'll go with the NWO on this one. But, you know, I am a WWE guy again. So. Yeah, Zach, I I'm believe gonna... that leaves you up to uh, the tiebreaker or you're going to really take something out of left field here. Yeah, somewhat. Um, I th Okay. Hmm. How should I phrase this dramatically? <laughs> My answer is D-Generation X. It is a D-Generation X theme song, but it is not the Chris Warren incarnation. I have to go with the Run DMC version that was used uh, yeah shortly after uh, triple h left the group for the first time um yeah which is just like I, I don't know too much about run dmc but i think that's just like a remix of one of their previous hits uh, the kings and mm -hmm. yeah when i first heard that i'm like whoa dx is kind of cool again even without triple h <laughs> i think that's perfectly put there's no other way you Thank can you. sum it up they're cool again <laughs> <laughs> I just have a question. Did uh, did Tori Kane and Xbox have a theme? Because like that was a faction, wasn't it? At one point, like they kind didn't have of. a theme, did they? Uh, if I recall correctly, it was just like the intro of Kane's, like that big organ synth, uh, yeah. and then like the explosion would happen, and then it would be like Sean Waltman's or Xbox uh, DX version that Mike Tyson used, which also yeah. was underrated. I actually I was watching the '99 Rumble last week couple of weeks ago whatever the rumble was <laughs> by this point now and uh x-pac versus gangrel underrated <laughs> except for the uh except four for count. the very awkward four count i was gonna say you stole the exact thought from <laughs> i'm me. sorry i'm sorry i don't know why that match like sticks out in my mind because like well, and I had completely I, I, forgotten about all of it. So I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, oh, shit, this is a pretty good match for a 99 pay-per-view card. Match is going along great. Match is going along great. And then the same as I'm sure everybody was doing in 99 was he hit three, didn't he? But again, it all starts and ends with the theme songs. And I was pleasantly surprised by how well Xbox's uh, individual theme held up which is a subject like I didn't really have 
a question for per se i guess more just like a topic of discussion because the only faction off the top of my head that i think is doing it right now is the hurt business where they've got their overall faction theme and then bobby lashley at the very least has his own sort of uh subgenre i guess yeah. of that so do you guys think it's as much of a missed opportunity as i do that they don't do more stuff like that or even just give factions their own themes the immediate example for me isn't you know a faction per se but the way they sort of tend to smash tag teams theme songs like they did with bailey and sasha earlier uh jordan are you still with us are you frozen there i just thought he was really invested (laughs) (laughs) if jordan Uh, was to put up a cardboard cutout of himself i would have felt like he was fully engaged in the conversation yeah like if he did that i would just like absolutely have to respect that and if he did do that and we're just talking in some meta sense about how he could have possibly did this while he did this i just yeah i can never top this appearance so i'm never coming back on the show (laughs) Uh, (laughs) hopefully he's back with us in a moment there but yeah, I'll, well, I'll answer your Levy, question. I was going to say, let's you pick up the topic. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll answer your question in the interim. Um, I think it's kind of like a case-by-case case base, basis because, like, there's a lot of factions that, like, you know, you have a handful of wrestlers come in with a variety of different personalities and everything. Uh, so in that case, like, for the Hurt Business, I think that would be an oppor- that is a great opportunity for them to have individual theme songs when they are all involved you know, in their singles action or tag action, whatever the case may be. But then you yeah. have factions like the NWO, which is like, you know, very kind of... Uh, it's so cliche, but like family almost to say, like yeah. they're so associated with each other. Yeah, that's it. Like it's kind of almost like, um, well, like the N- NWO itself by name alone has got like this whole totalitarian uh ideal to it so like it kind of made sense that everyone was kind of like under a uniform with the exception of hollywood hogan who was using a voodoo child of course (laughs) also a pristine song by the way let's throw that one out there we can welcome Uh, jordan back with a jordan not even ripoff yeah jimmy hendrix original (laughs) yeah not even personal story i've seen the handwritten lyrics to that song so that one holds a special place in my heart uh oh no I go way. To museums i'm a bit of a dork so uh yeah museums are rad i think that yeah, could be they the are. title of this episode uh, jordan <laughs> I, when did we lose you did you catch uh the the big picture of spencer's question i tend not to listen when spencer's speaking but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what you, i apologize but uh, you allowed me to cover my cough flawlessly because i burst out laughing in the middle of that too <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, see, I always got your back. I got your back, but I'll, I'll be savage as hell. Uh, but the th- what? What can we do? Do you mind repeating the question, sir? More just the topic of discussion. Um, do you think that like a lack of faction theme music is is a thing, for lack of a better concise way to put it, um, or more so? Do you think that the fact of like individual theme music within factions is a bit of a thing? out there because the example I gave was how Bobby Lashley's got sort of his own subgenre for himself of the overall Hurt Business theme. Whereas you either see a, like a smash together uh, theme song, like you saw with Bailey and Sasha or 
a lot of other tag teams recently, or as Zach was sort of talking about when you uh, got your shit together and hopped back on the show, uh, he was talking about how the NWO outside of Hogan, it really wouldn't have worked for because they were just such a unit that you couldn't do that individualistic thing. So there we go. It's a very big and broad topic, which I figure that someone running poetry of a promo as eloquently as he does can uh, ironically wax poetic on. Oh, you put him on the spot. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. (laughs) If you're not worth your own theme, then you shouldn't have your own theme. Oh, so that is most of the NWO guys. Let's be honest. Was it worth it? (laughs) No. Once you got to about, ironically, six, probably not when you expanded from that point. Because, like, you could make arguments realistically for, of course, Hall and Nash. The Giant, you probably, yeah. (laughs) The Giant, the Giant, you could have made an argument for. Because if my memory serves, he was the fifth guy in there. DiBiase was always more of like a manager slash money guy until Bischoff came in. So that I think Jordan really does speak to your point in that it's nothing against the talent of Ted DiBiase, but like, would it make sense for him to have like a million dollar NWO theme song? Well, F not really. really. No, like that's the thing. Like with groups like that, that doesn't really fit. Yep. Like it, it really, it's a case by case basis and I don't really think there's a lot of groups that can do it. As with anything in wrestling, plans can change and uh, fluctuate as per the whims of quite literally about three or four people in the world. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah. Jordan, when I, uh, when I invited you to do wrestle, wrestle tunes too, uh, you, you had a question already on the burner and I don't know if you plan on leading with that one, but I think it's a good one. Either way, the floor is yours. Well, actually, it it does lead quite well into the uh, topic that Spencer just brought up. And Zach, you you helped me workshop this one a bit, so I can't take all the credit for it. But I will right now. This is totally my question. (laughs) Totally my question. Not the way I work. Oh, my God. All I heard to sidebar for a second there is like, I'm sure you guys have both seen Hot Rod. This is my hat. This is totally my hat now. I've never, I, you know what? Like, we're definitely gonna have to renegotiate my contract. Andy Samberg, <laughs> not so much. We're gonna have to Ooh. have a chat. After this. See, I've got a real soft spot for Hot Rod. The other stuff so I can definitely is, like negotiate so the, there, but so the question look, we're not is, doing contract <laughs> negotiation. So this, so if if I if I may continue on uh, on the topic at hand, which is I believe my question on the floor last time I did yes. Spencer. There you go. Um, yeah, so we're talking about factions. And I was kind of thinking, who in our opinions here has won the breakup of factions? Like right now, Roman, in my opinion, won the breakup of the shield. So who has the best theme coming out of factions? Like solo Ooh. themes after a faction. Okay. If I can jump on that one, I mean, the easy answer for me, I think would have to be Edge. And for a couple reasons, um, number one, if this is a spoiler for a later topic, I do apologize, but I think the Brood 
If they're not my favorite faction theme of all time, then they are certainly in that conversation and I have to sit and have a hard debate for myself about why they're not, you know? But the fact that Edge left a faction with such an iconic theme, then went on to the, you know, the techno-y sort of electronic version of You Think You Know Me, which was fine. But Metalingus, like to go from what was an all-time great theme to an almost arguably more all-time great theme if that makes sense i think it's cool how he was sort of able and alter bridge and all of the factors that went into it obviously were able to somehow raise the game coming out of it you know um the other one i would have um and i don't know if it really counts to be honest with you but like i can't argue against batista coming out of evolution and mm. I believe, and this is just because I'm not certain on my math, I don't think he used I Walk Alone before Evolution at all. Um, so if my math's wrong on there, I'll, I'll fully, that's why I'm a little bit hesitant because I'm always, I always get that little bit of anxiety when I'm not sure on a fact in professional wrestling. But I, if, know he, uh, I think he was using the music before, but I don't think he used the word, like the vocal yeah and that's again where i think i might be getting a little bunged up here but either way so if if we're allowing that as a legitimate one um i would put batista in there as well just because um same thing evolution's got an all-time great theme i walk alone like i will regularly listen to in the car as well if you guys have the opportunity and you haven't yet i think i've probably even sent it to both of you individually but listeners for those of you at home or on your drive time commute uh when you're parked and safe to do so uh if you've got the opportunity to watch the video of xavier woods singing along to i walk alone at mania 35 there is like quite literally nothing that will warm your heart more there's nothing i like more than just a pure expression of enthusiasm and nothing nothing tops that so again it's it's near and dear to the heart so i have to go with that too I know the clip and that's a great clip. And actually uh, I walk alone is on my, my workout playlist. There's a lot of wrestling theme songs on my playlist. Cause like, they're all often so like repetitive and have that hook early on. And just like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to do this stuff that I hate. <laughs> but in regards to winning the breakup, I also have to go with evolution, but I think I'm going to go with Randy Orton with a uh, burn in my light when he left the group. Um, great show. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of, well, I like voices better. Uh, I think it's a better song, better suited to him and everything. But I know that Burn In My Light is like this fan favorite theme. Like every, uh, a lot of people just like occasionally refer to that song, um, hoping he'll bring it back, which I, again, don't really see that connection to contemporary Randy Orton anymore. I think he's shed that theme song for a reason. But yeah, that song, that song stuck. I thought that was like, yeah, he's leaving Evolution. He's the baby face now. And like, that was the, that was the song for a baby face. It was just perfect. I'm, uh, I'm not going to let it slide that you said he shed the song and his nickname is The Viper. I just wanted to point out what I don't think was an intended pun, but a very good one. Thank you. Nonetheless, anytime. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. <laughs> Who won the breakup by your estimation, Jordan? Who's your favorite? I, honestly, like there's just not that many that stand out besides those ones like i don't want to go with evolution only but <laughs> i gave the example of of romans like up until recently i hated that song but now that he's the head of the table holy shit does that work because yeah. it's just okay this means this now and it's not just 
hey guys, I used to be in the shield. And like, remember, I was the best in the company. And now it's like, no, I'm a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And I you literally uh, you literally answered one of the other questions I had here. Does Roman Reigns really need a new theme song at this no, point? No, he does not. I know it's, yeah, I know it's I know it's skewing a little bit, Zach. So again, cut for time if you need to. Uh, Two Finger Guns Club, I apologize. But I, I think it's an appropriate one because like you said, it's been a debate for so many years because it was related to such an iconic faction. Um, but now, number one, I think that realistically as much as it would warm my heart to one day see the shield reunite. And I'm sure there'll be like a hall of fame induction or something at some point, right? What that will be. I will not even start to speculate, but like you don't have the opportunity to use that for the shield anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. If you still maybe had that chance, I would maybe still err more to the side of, okay, it's the shields theme more than Roman reigns theme. But like you said, I think that since he shifted over, um, I, I think it again, like gives a really, really cool parallel to his character and that like, yeah, this used to be ours and it's mine. This is yeah. all mine now. So I, I'm very much of that belief too, Jordan, that like, I don't think unless for whatever reason in some far fetched fantasy world that I don't see happening for the next little bit realistically if ever there was ever to be a Dean Ambrose again then maybe I go back into that logic of okay give that back to the shield give Roman something else but like can't do it right now he's too good give that guy whatever he wants shit if he wants the Undertaker theme right now just give it to him I don't I don't <laughs> care yeah. I, hope, I hope he doesn't have to use it again I really hope that he doesn't yeah uh not that yeah. i want him to stay retired i just don't want him to not be retired anymore please stop it's, it's a paradox <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if i could just before we before we move on I, one just came into my head please now they're they're, they're a tag team and okay. spencer brought them up edge had a ama has an amazing thing because it's 2021 and edge is for some reason still again wrestling and it's amazing not disputing that but his buddy, Christian, oh, the rock opera. I don't yeah. care what your opinions are. He won that breakup because that is a fucking masterpiece. That's it a great a song. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I would listen to that. In, I, and I'm dating myself a bit here, but I don't care. I would listen to it in high school and be like, this is better than most stuff that i listen to <laughs> and that's kind of sad but like and it's still sort of true but whatever i think it's amazing and it works on so many different levels so yeah i have to agree yeah good i choices. think christian won that i'll third i'll third that one uh, that's yeah excellent choice this is a bit of a sidebar but all the evolution talk reminded me i wanted to say this at the at the uh, top of the show but uh, Jordan, if uh, if your pick is ever anything Motorhead related, I'm going to have to hear your second pick as well, okay? This is an unofficial rule of this episode of WrestleTunes. There is nothing <laughs> after Motorhead, Zach. There is nothing. <laughs> if Motorhead is in the conversation. By the way, if you head over to lovewrestling.ca, there's a very special episode of Poetry of a Promo where I, Mr. J, talk all about my love for Motorhead and Triple H's love for Motorhead and for some reason Chris Jericho's love for motorhead <laughs> you should check it out go listen well, to it now. don't stop this but go listen to it later 
After this, please. After this. <laughs> You've got about 25 to 30 to two hours before you can go and do that. <laughs> Three days. This is the long one. It's a Broadway, man. Oh, I don't know about that, friends. But I, I know for a fact the your answer to the following question will not be Motorhead because my question, and I'm going to phrase this as politely as possible, a theme song for a faction that has most room for improvement. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Jordan to kick this one off. Take your time. I'm putting you all on the spot. I'm going to grab a beer. I'm having a tough time with that. I want to say the Mexicals, but I can't for the life of me remember what that was besides racist. Um, (laughs) And I don't even care. You can leave that in, but that's true. No, that's that's uh, accurate. It quite was. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a fair point. I just didn't expect that to be like the first the first detour we take on this conversation. Maybe right (laughs) to censor. I think think it could have Gone oh, but that was a heat magnet, man. Oh like, yeah, like, but like after the first oh my God, six months I... of it, then it's like this. This is shit. Put some, <laughs> put something behind it. Like put, like the NWO would put those stupid stingers in it, where it's like sweet in the background, and it would be horrible. But it, I've, it made it different. I've got and, my two. <laughs> yeah, got like that, that's. I don't know. I'd say right to center Mexico's just because I think. I think the lawnmowers and the crappy music could have gotten better, and I think that they were cheated. So room for improvement for sure. <laughs> and right to censor just irritated the crap out of me. This just might sort of fall into my everything these guys did was bad for the most part. But like, man, I just don't like the corporate ministry and their theme sucked. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that one out there. Like yeah. it, it's it's I, I blanked it pretty, out of my memory that whole phase. It's a pretty entirely ridiculous concept, and not ridiculous in the way I like my professional wrestling. And this is just entirely my opinion. It did good business, brother. Yada yada yada. <laughs> but yeah, I I I didn't like that. And uh, JBL's cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have a theme song? uh, I just hate JBL, so sort of falls under the same (laughs) But he's such a nice guy, Spencer. He's just by all accounts such a not terrible person in any way. By by all accounts. And if if we were to do a podcast on a lot of the people who were nice by all accounts that have gone ahead and done some pretty uh, poor things in the last calendar year or so... um, Well, we'd be looking at 29 and 29, probably, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> so we won't, show for next year, Zach. Spencer we really, fucking everybody. Oh, well, yeah. I can't, wait, I can't wait until we get the Two Finger Guns Club leap year. <laughs> Dude, that was last year. The, last year was the first time we yeah. did it, so we had to do it tw- uh, 28 and 28 plus one. I do remember that. I do Ouch. remember that. Just a sidebar: How many years is this now that you guys have been doing this? This is only the second year that we've been uh, we've been doing this. Yeah, because I was going to say I've only known you the last couple of years, so I wasn't sure if I admittedly hadn't dug deep enough in the archives. Yeah, no, no harm. Uh, Yeah, this is uh, the twenty eight and twenty eight started last year. Yeah, it's been fun, and like uh, the more podcasts that Two Finger Guns Club uh, adds to its roster, the the easier it is for the rest of us because you know, like we're not taking the lion's share of a month at, at any given point, uh, which is really cool this year because I'm doing a 
like the full full week as did Rocket Man Explorers and Foulmouth. Uh, but this isn't a plug for twenty eight and twenty eight in the middle of my podcast. No, not at all. Where uh, would we do that? <laughs> why would we do that? As for also, my own, wrestling.ca to hear more of poetry for promo. <laughs> Just, you snuck that in. Well done. Where did that guy uh, come from? Who's that guy? My own song that I think has room for improvement, and I think this is going to cause some uh, conflict between Spencer and I, judging on a tweet he issued a few days ago. But the oddities by the insane clown posse. I'm I'm frustrated, but understanding. Can we just put their <laughs> discography under that category? Like just the whole thing. As someone who admittedly is not an insane clown posse sort of guy, number one, big shout out to the fact that those guys put on professional wrestling shows. Yeah, absolutely. Always needs to be pointed out. Number two, um, it might be my bias because um, compared to some of the other songs I have heard of said posse of insane clowns, I enjoy that song more than most. And again, this is purely only my opinion, but especially when you put a song like that in a professional wrestling setting, I'm totally cool with it. Hey, however, I will while I disagree with what you say, <laughs> I will defend to the death your right to say it. <laughs> we will never argue taste on our programming, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, Jordan, I think uh, Spencer and I are both at two, so uh, uh, bring us your second question to the table, if you would be so kind. I don't really have one, so why don't you guys go and I'll just just <laughs> vamp for me and I'll come up with one in the meantime. How about that? I have a question. Spencer, do. Now, Jordan, I again will uh, classify this one under Zach's previously mentioned, if you say Motorhead, we're going to need a second option. You're a jerk. Um, but, um, and it may even fall under a bit of a continuation of your previous question there, Zach. If there was one band that you could have write theme music for a faction, whether your favorite faction, someone like the Oddities and only, only Zach's opinion, uh, who would it be for <laughs> and which faction would you have that band write for? Well, it already kind of happened. Like, I'll, I'll be, I'll be. Motorhead evolution. No, 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 not even that. Like before, like, yeah, I grew up a, like, I grew up listening to metal. And when I discovered Motorhead, it was just like, holy shit, that's a totally different beast. But the thing that got me really kind of into kind of the, I guess, less popular side of wrestling was sort of the Misfits. Because they're run with like, nice. they're run with Vampiro and WCW. The hist first of all, the backstage story is more interesting than anything they ever did on, on screen. <laughs> but like the misfits were in WCW. And that's amazing. <laughs> Wasn't with Danzig. I wish it was. But still, that happened. I, I'm gonna go with the misfits because I want I love hearing them. And also, shout out to uh actually Zach, you, you can appreciate this. Um Metalachi, because that was the house band on Lucha yeah. And those dudes are amazing. They rule. Like, next, like uh, mariachi music, and they cover metal songs. That misfits and metal. Ever, you don't ever have to sell me on the merits of Lucha Underground. Mr. Yeah, <laughs> like you really, really will never have to sell me on the merits of Lucha Underground. It's a good pick. Uh, 
that's a tough one for me because like I a lot of the music that I listen to isn't really does I feel like it doesn't really lend itself to to the energy of a wrestling crowd or a wrestling entrance. But I remember like back in you know early high school and everything, thinking that Lincoln Park was doing a lot of music that sounded like stuff that wrestlers should be using as theme songs. And I remember specific uh, like a specific example. Sorry, I have to go with a tag team on this one, but the song Runaway. Uh, it's from like the Hybrid Theory album, same one as like One Step Closer and uh, In yep. the End and all that. Uh, I was like, this is a Hardy Boy theme song. Like, yeah, absolutely. Another one I thought would be kind of cool was, uh, oh, geez. Okay, well, no, that's not faction related. I can't bring that up. Can I? Do it. It's your Do show. It. Uh, yeah, I thought no rules last year. There's no rules this year. Let's be. That's honest. a good point. <laughs> I never really listened to the lyrics of this, so maybe like it doesn't suit him at all. But I thought "Aerials" by System of a Down would be such a kick-ass theme for Brock Lesnar. Right. Oh man, that's killer. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe more baby like face next... Brock. Babyface baby Brock. Babyface Brock. Yeah. I'm just gonna like any podcast I'm on. That's gonna be. Like we had the Quizplex drinking game, Zach. That's going to be my new drinking game for Spencer's appearances on podcasts is how many times can he bring up the need for a baby-faced Brock Lesnar run? <laughs> so right now, you're at two for this show and tune into the rest on lovewrestling.ca. <laughs> That's lovewrestling.ca. Your only place where you can find poetry of a promo and whatever else Spencer's trying to shill you this week. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Wow, we won't even need to program in commercial breaks. Everybody could have grabbed their nope. drinks while we were just needlessly rambling about other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I think uh, those are good calls, though, Zach. I, thank you. Lincoln thank you. Park, Lincoln Park may not be my entire taste, but in a professional no. wrestling setting, yeah, they're, they're yeah. pretty flawless. They really, yeah. really are. They've got like the mechanics of a great wrestling theme behind a lot of their songs. And I am actually, for my answer, going to somehow like tie both of your answers together and that the band that I've got both has great mechanics for a professional wrestling song and has a loose affiliation with WCW. Uh, Kiss and professional wrestling is a relationship that just has not properly been exploited. And I say that with all the bias in the world for the kiss demon. And I will state that there will be people who disqualify my opinion purely based on the fact that I thought that was cool of anything out there. <laughs> um, I want kiss to do music for decay. Oh, damn. This is an audio yeah. podcast, but Jordan and I are just like <laughs> kind of a little stupefied Spencer, by that. Spencer. I I like I it. I agree with you more. I I now I really. I think they it. can do and like I I say all of that based on like because they've got like a very wide variety of songs. Some great. Some Give them not. God I'm of thunder. thinking like that's what I was Give thinking is like a thunder. very God of Thunder like heavy ass kiss. Not like and it's a great song, but not like Paul Stanley's "Wouldn't You Like to Know Me." I want some God of Thunder heavy shit for. Well, they just added toros so i guess the three of them so yeah uh, can can we just i know it's your show zach but please can we just all take a moment of silence for spencer pulling out probably the most obscure paul stan wouldn't you like to know me 
Uh, try that, and argue with me that that's not a classic of anything. And here's the hot take of the pod, ladies and gentlemen. If <laughs> any of the Kiss solo album songs were going to be hits, New York Groove's good. It ain't, wouldn't you like to know? Yes, so there I we go. Kiss. <laughs> Kiss is a band. Kiss, they, band. They, they exist. Kiss, Spencer. <laughs> Kiss, Kiss makes so much money. We can't even begin to understand how much money we make. They make more money from the Kiss caskets that they sell than I will ever make in my lifetime to afford a Kiss casket. I'm sorry, you keep saying <laughs> they, but you, you should be saying Gene Simmons. Pardon me, L. Genus Simesis, as he's known in his Latin yeah. terms. However, back to professional wrestling before you and I take over Zach's show. <laughs> it just becomes the Kiss show. It's the Kiss show. As most the of them should. Uh, speaking of speaking of Kiss and WCW and pulling it back to pulling it back to music, that's the lowest rated segment in WCW history. <laughs> that's straight up, man. I tried to do everything that I could to like straight up show yes i am saying this with all the bias in my possible heart <laughs> that i can it's not going to be a popular opinion based on the sample size that kiss and professional wrestling has what i am saying is it's an idea worth exploring again if may young's hand child could appear on wrestling programming four times by my count <laughs> we can try kiss a second I, I I respect that argument. Like that's, thank you. Everything yeah. in pro wrestling should be tried at least four times, based <laughs> on how many times that May Young's hand child has been on TV. I'm willing to call this a rule, like the the May Young four rule or the the May Young hand rule. Like that's cannot... that's great. That's a great Excellent. trope. Excellent. We're gonna we're gonna go with this. We're gonna make a graphic, or well, you hopefully. Someone else is going to make a graphic because I suck at it. Moving on. Someone else, I'm sure, has a question before I ramble more. <laughs> Jordan, did we vamp enough for you to, to conjure a new question? Well, you're going to be distracted on Kiss. Um, I gave you everything I could to buy you time. Well, you shouldn't have gone with something I like. That's a problem. Um, okay, screw it. Let's go with that. Modern, modern wrestling. And I, I have my answer. I know who I want. If you could take a band like Kiss, who would use Kiss if they would sell the rights? Because, you know, they they're not won't. lending them. They're not. They're, yeah, they're they're not lending them. Um, but at the same time, if you, Dream, who would you have come out to any Kiss song? Maybe not. This question isn't really for Zach. This is for Spencer and me. And I already know who it, who I'm gonna pick. No, uh, well, I I got my answer. Funny enough, after my. I'll let you go first then, because I had, like, as soon as I sort of figured out where that question was going, I had an answer. So, Zach, I'll let you go first, because just based off the last conversation, I feel like I can improvise a second answer quicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, again, I after I just professed my lack of knowledge for KISS, but one thing I do know is it would be a perfect fit for Team FTW. Uh, you know, there's a connection with Taz using it in ECW, um, oh, I didn't even think of this one. That's brilliant. I yeah, exactly yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, is it War Machine? Is that the name of the song oh, that Taz yeah. used? Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sorry to use the same song again, but like, fuck yeah. <laughs> bring uh, yeah. bring that. Uh, Taz already brought the FTW belt and gave it to Brian Cage. He should bring the theme song back and use it for the group. Fuck yeah. Tony yeah. Khan 
shell out those big bucks. Make it happen. Sorry, if, if we can get what what song did he just buy for Jungle Boy for Christmas? Oh, Jungle Tarzan Boy. Tarzan Boy by Baltimore. Off but the 1991 dude, hit album Baltimore. Look, it's a cheesy song, but the crowd when there's a crowd again is going to go nuts. That chant is going to be so synonymous with junk with Jungle Boy. It's going to be amazing. I was, I was thinking the same thing watching Dark tonight, but um, I'm glad you didn't take mine. Okay. The first immediately, immediately went to who do you associate with wrestling and face paint? Um, first answer I had was the Road Warriors. And I know it's not like the most overly complicated face paint by any means, but when I think of like 80s and 70s, over the top, bombastic, anything, Kisses in that conversation and the Road Warriors are in that conversation every single time. And I know that the Road Warriors had great music through their, uh, through any of their runs. I don't need to specify any of them. I, I just think that there would be that natural connection there with um, any of Kisses early stuff. I really do. I also think Mark Henry would have done great with I Was Made for Loving You. And that ain't a faction <laughs> thing. <laughs> That's, That's just old. let's put that out into the universe. Or you know what, Spencer? <laughs> let's give him. Let's give him Shandy. Let's give him. Oh, Shandy. <laughs> you know what though? Shandy was huge in Australia. I feel like we'd have to give that to because, like, man, it, it's kind of funny. It's one of those things that almost feels like it sneaks up on you, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, what an incredible scene Australia's got right now, and the wrestlers coming out of there. So I want to see like. It's going to sound like a weird way to put it, but like almost your typical over the top, overly enthusiastic baby face come out to Shandy because so it was, dude, uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Okay. Billy Kay, everything she has done in the last ever has been amusing, entertaining, and fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, get, give her whatever the hell she wants, frankly. That's the answer I've got for uh, for you right there. <laughs> I like that answer. I'm going to go with Warhorse uh, and give that man, again, whatever the hell he wants, but I want to see him come out to God of Thunder. Like, I know, yeah. I know that we already mentioned it before, but that would be just so goddamn cool. <laughs> like, it's so good. Like, it would be so good. And you, and you know he's just like that, that's who he is mm -hmm. he would be so into it it would be gross and amazing at the same time i so, completely yeah. agree Warhorse god of thunder that's that's what i want zach i have I like one that. more please I have one more it depends you know on if you do or not i'm not closing out uh, the show you know you know what? I, I do have one more but i feel like my other questions were perhaps a little more inspired i don't mind not being the one to close out the show so I'm going uh, to uh, to drop my last question. No, you know what? Fuck that. I want your question. Fuck everything, fuck, your question. fuck everything I just said. Spencer, have at it. <laughs> All right. Um, like I said, friends, there's no structure on this episode. This is just spitballing questions and, you know, this I'm is the kind of shit that happens. Uh, I'm just following the leader. I've been in many cults before, both as a follower and a leader. <laughs> oh, <laughs> creep, Ratton. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. The best office character. No, I won't accept any arguments to it. And yes, I will move on to my question. Underrated. 
faction theme music because we talked about maybe some faction music we didn't like maybe some faction music that uh perhaps wasn't up to snuff i believe is the phrase you <laughs> use there zach or had room for improvement excuse me um but let's talk about themes that are underrated and i'm going to start it off by just completely uh rebuting zach's point i thought the oddities was fantastic and it, nobody remembers them Let's just let's just get real there. Compared to what they were doing prior to their time as the oddities, it is certainly a footnote compared to Earthquake. If we can just be generous with um, whatever Golga, <laughs> bring me Golga and bring me Earthquake, and I'll I'll tell you which one a, a wrestling fan would know on a casual sense of the word. I think that the oddities theme song is one that I would love to hear again in a wrestling sense. I know that it'll be impossible just due to the unfortunate circumstances obviously surrounding earthquake but um i thoroughly 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 enjoyed that song i will stand by it and uh i don't really have much more of an argument i made them all earlier i just wanted the other chance to rebuke <laughs> zach on it <laughs> <laughs> you just like went out of your way just to snipe that question at me no George, i just figured a- that uh it was a nice logical transition for me to ease out until i needed to make another point <laughs> the resident wordsmith i think he did uh build that question to st- take a snipe at you zach but <laughs> I, I have no evidence but uh i i just have a feeling jordan do you have a do you have an answer for this one of course i have an answer i have an answer for everything i just don't <laughs> have a question. my answer for this is and i really hope we actually do get this one day but something that i thought was really underrated and i thought that it really got them over and it really should have been bigger and it was big but i i wish it could have worked on a larger scale the broken hardy's theme sung by jeff hardy like oh yeah sick, but it didn't Great have call. enough like it worked for was it bound it for glory that rebby came out and mm-hmm. played the piano for it too yeah and it man. was the coolest freaking thing in the world and it was just like do more of this every single week but nope the then broken universe, now that we've had some time to let it breathe and Matt's, at least for now, moved away from that for the most part, it well, was really, really special what they did oh, in yeah. Impact. Like, like it, 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 is, it is incredible what they did in Impact. Yeah. Dude, they, they, made, they made that company, like, I, I, and I hate to do it because I, I, I do actually appreciate Impact for what they are. And what they've been since their inception but it made it really really watchable and it was like oh yeah there's been some dark periods in dna impact man oh, yeah. i think that we could do a full series nonetheless a uh, a podcast itself and that's that's not a shot like i think all of us here are on record as what they're doing right now being personal favorites of all of ours but he, there were some tough times a little bit, a little bit. As I use my very high, awkward voice for it. <laughs> You're, that's a great call. Yeah, I don't yeah, have I a much more call. eloquent way to put it. I'm just like, <laughs> as I'm trying to make my points, I'm simultaneously remembering that entrance and it's uh, it inspiring simple. what I'm going to be watching after this. <laughs> <laughs> simple and it works. It's just like, no, this is them. And it's two brothers just being like, holy shit, they're both this is amazing and it's organic and like believable there. Mm -hmm. That's my answer. (laughs) 
for my own pick, uh, like, hmm. I don't think this is like ever thought of as a bad song or an underappreciated song, but like when you think of stable, there's certainly not the first theme song that comes to mind, but I'm going with the, uh, the original nation of domination music. Uh, Like just the chants, the, the heavy beat um, and, you know, all like them all walk into the ring together. You just knew bad news was about to happen. Like they were just, that stable was like a per- perfect presentation, and like it was just, oh, uh, th- it was a perfect presentation for the stable, and the music itself was like the gift wrapping. That's that's what I. It's that's exactly what, I what it should have been. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a better way to put it. It's like one of those phrases, like it is what it is. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, that, but in the best possible at, at way. Its, yeah, at its core, it makes no sense, but it describes it perfectly. It was exactly <laughs> what they needed. It was if I if I could uh, if I could cut in here with one of my favorite Dusty Rhodes quotes of all time, go and listen to Poetry of Promo. We cover these. <laughs> um, if it be that way, let it be. That's what a good theme song is. If it be that way, let it be. I like that. The wisdom of Dusty Rhodes imparted to us through WrestleTunes too. And with that, Jordan, do you have uh, one more question for us? Otherwise, I will close us out. I don't have to answer this, but I want you <laughs> both to. Best Motorhead theme in wrestling. <laughs> evolution. See? I'll go with Evolution, and I would be saying that uh, even if this wasn't a faction-themed episode of WrestleTunes, I think it's fantastic. And it might be because, you know, you hear Triple H's uh, time to play the game theme so often. And I just personally, objectively would say that King of Kings is my least favorite song, regardless. So I got to go with Evolution. It's so good. It's got such a, a swagger to it. And like you said earlier, Zach, I think it just, uh, it gives such a swagger. It gives such an, an indication right from that opening sort of ticking of the clock. Like, what they're about you know what i mean like it's got yeah. just sort of like it's it's such a weird way to put it because i don't think anybody who's not a res- wrestling fan excuse me listening to this would listen to this and say oh yeah spencer just made a very eloquent and well thought out point but <laughs> any wrestling fan hearing it like would completely understand like you hear that you hear the first guitar riffs so, and like the first thing i think of every single time is that bright orange background the evolution logo popping up on the titan tron and all four of them walking out and i think that at again the core of it zach you talked about what makes a faction great um i think that you're not going to be a great faction if you don't have great theme music just the same way i would say that you're not going to be a great pro wrestler if you don't have great theme music i know that you can be a great pro wrestler but that presentation is so important. And especially when you're uh, trying to bring a group together. And I think that Evolution Steam and Motorhead, to answer your question, Jordan, did it perfectly. Well said. Well said, friend. Jordan, I don't want to upset you or anything. I don't want to, like, I know this is a very delicate topic. I know Motorhead is very near and dear to your heart. So I'm going to, like, I'm just going to tread lightly. But my favorite would definitely be when Motorhead did the theme song for Road Dog and K-Quick, Gettin' Rowdy. It is such a good song, and like it just sums up everything about Motorhead to me. Huge, 
huge pop on this end of things. Well done. So, um, <laughs> I think I've upset him. No, you beat me to my punchline. What? Because <laughs> I was working towards that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to get it in there. <laughs> and it didn't work. I got nothing. You've caught me, you've caught me unprepared and unaware. So, you win this time. But next, next year you'll year, get me? It's going to be a long build. <laughs> year long build and it's gonna happen. i love that long-term storytelling you find it right here on wrestle tunes 28 and 28 in all seriousness my favorite my actual answer would be the game because i wasn't watching wrestling for a while but then like i got like smackdown versus raw 2006 five seven doesn't matter uh but triple h's music was like the end game uh, the menu music the first thing i hear was like lemmy just popping in like Holy shit! Wrestling has a uh, has Lemmy now, and that's my short answer. But also, okay, quick. For my last question, uh, I dreamed up a little supergroup here, an intergenerational supergroup. I don't get to answer my own question. That's cool. you told me you didn't have an answer for it. No, yeah, I just didn't pick we... K Quick too. I, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say this because it's not my show, and I can swear Jordan. both y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, please. The, uh, I do apologize. I thought you were referring no, no, from no, this no, answer, no, no, but no. It's cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. I'm gonna say King of Kings because Lemmy actually liked it, and I'm not gonna disrespect the man. I don't love the song, but they do. But he did, that and that's over more... and over again. They write well, that, hey, like listen to a Motorhead more... track. They're trying to write King of Kings. It's okay. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, just because Lemmy said it doesn't mean like you have to like it for Sorry. him, his sake. Like I mean, Lemmy, also, if we can get I'll real let you here, with your wrong opinion, Zach. But, uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, like Mark Hamill, uh, like didn't like Luke Skywalker in the Last Jedi, and he's he's welcome to that. Yeah. And, you know, he's has a lot of ownership over that character, certainly. But I, I like him. Also, I thought it was the most Jedi thing anyone's ever done in that series. Uh, but that's for Rocket Man Explorers. I think it's kind of also relevant to point out that like Lemmy as someone who liked Nazi stuff is not the best judge of things in some aspects. Uh -oh. That's a conversation for a different, different <laughs> podcast. And uh, I'm just going to say, Spencer, Google's your friend. Oh, that's thanks, a, David. That's okay. Moving along. <laughs> maybe I should wrap it up before it gets hostile yeah, maybe, in here. Maybe we should. Cause, uh, I'm just trying know. to play myself up well for the contract negotiations. <laughs> I dreamed up a bit of an alternate reality and I formed a super group, an intergenerational super group. Um, and this is a bit of a cop out in regards to some things that we said about like a new theme song to summarize the entire group, but I'm going to ask it anyway. This group contains Bret Hart, Roman Reigns, John Cena, Steve Austin, and Randy Savage, whose theme song gets used for the entire group? The easy answer for me, like the first one I thought was The Shield, like Roman mm -hmm. Reigns themes, just because that's the only one, if memory serves me correctly, has actually ever encapsulated a group in its entirety. The other ones all have served like primarily as like an individual's song that being said I, I think bret hart i really do think bret hart i think that um 
it's the weirdest way to put it but you know those like graphs you see sometimes with like chaotic neutral evil whatever all of those may be i think the bret hart of all of those themes would most suit all five of those individuals in their totality like i can't see bret hart entering to john cena's theme but i can feasibly see in some universe John Cena entering to Bret Hart's team because he's that ultimate baby face. He's that do-gooder. I don't mean that as like a shot. That's just like the character that they both portrayed, right? Like Roman Reigns up until this recent run played that sort of character as well. Stone Cold Steve Austin, badass, but at his heart was a baby face, right? I, I, yeah, I think I would have to go with Bret Hart's because Bret Hart for me encapsulates, um, all five of those individuals the best is it perfect no but i think that it is a a better option than the rest of them fair you know give you a complete non-answer outside of that (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna have to steal spencer's because it's the only one that kind of would work for a group like that because all of the others are too iconic for each other like for anybody else to use not saying that you know, Brett's isn't, but I just think it would work. And eventually it would get over as the as the main theme. Like naturally, I think. Rather okay. like I don't think I don't think that pomp and circumstance would work as <laughs> a group because no. what do you think of? You think of Randy and Tassels. I don't think that Austin's theme would work. So and so on and so forth. But And he certainly yeah. wouldn't work in Tassels. <laughs> Well, dep- depending on the color of the tassels. Stone Cold wouldn't, the ringmaster would. <laughs> oh. I, you know what, though, George? Like, I, I think the more that I think about it, the best way that I can sum it up, and my thought sort of triggered when you said you, like, Stone Cold, now that I think about it, would probably be my second choice for it. Because it, uh, you raised, you raised an interesting... Like, well, you, ra- you raised an same. interesting point in how they're also associated with their wrestlers, and I agree with that, but like in the least cliche way possible to put it, um, Bret Hart's theme, and to an equal degree, but I do agree that Stone Cold's is more associated with just him directly, Bret Hart and Stone Cold, their themes more accurately represent wrestling than their individual wrestler whereas john cena's theme uh roman reigns theme and pomp and circumstance for different reasons but i'll include it um they exemplify the wrestler they portray but i wouldn't say they represent wrestling yeah you You could show you could let stone cold's theme and you could let bret hart's theme be played in front of anybody who didn't know wrestling at all and i bet you dollars to donuts 90 percent of them would know those themes and pomp and circumstance that's why i sort of had the weird sort of hesitation with it i think they'd recognize it but i think they mostly recognize it because they watched someone walk walk across the stage at some point in their lives (laughs) right and then roman reigns and and i think john cena that'll change a bit as he starts to um, become more of like a pop culture guy rather than a, uh, a just wrestling guy, which is the weirdest way to put it. But I know it makes sense to both of you guys in the sense that like, yep. once you eclipse wrestling, that's how to a lot of people you become associated with wrestling. 
Like we're the, yeah. we're the weird ones in this. It ain't the general <laughs> populace. <laughs> no, like Spencer, it makes complete sense. In fact, it was like you overlap a lot of what I wanted to say in the, in my answer. Like I'm going with stone cold. Um, like, I don't know if I agree that Bret Hart is at that point where he kind of eclipses wrestling. Maybe he does in Canada. Sure. Like uh, his theme is played at hockey games and everything. Uh, but like the glass shatters, uh, like, I feel like that's, got a little more um, brand equity. Like, I think people yeah. know that Stone Cold theme song yeah. so much. And, you know, when I think, when I put this hypothetical super group of intergenerational talents together, it was people who were like faces of the company at one time or another. Um, so, you know, and like Steve Austin's theme was the only one that kind of eclipsed beyond uh, the realm of, um, of wrestling. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I'll always say it. My Canadian bias will play into anything I ever do. I should start like sending a disclaimer out to any podcast <laughs> that I'm appearing on at some point. Like this guy is a fan of Bret Hart and we'll bump him up the proverbial two rating points from an eight to a 10 or whatever you so personally may consider him in your own lives. Brett's an 11 out of 10 guys. That just needs to be said. 100%. That's how I'll end the podcast. Brett's the man. <laughs> Well, no, that's not how you're going to end the podcast. Quick shout out to your social media handles, please, gentlemen. I'll take the lead on this one, if I may. If you guys would like to keep track of what I personally am up to, I would really appreciate it. And I cannot say that enough. I love chatting professional wrestling. I love doing it with pretty well anybody at any time I am able to do it. So I'm most easily accessible on the Twitter machine. It is at Spenny Love. If you want to keep track of me on Instagram, I'm not all that active there. You can get some cool pictures of my dog though, and he's great. Uh, so I'm at Spenny in the Jets. I again will qualify. I ain't as active there, but if you want to keep track of what I'm doing with a lot of great people in professional wrestling, including Zach, Mr. J, and a whole lot more, uh, Love Wrestling is the place to do so. Lovewrestling.ca, you guys can find pretty well everything that will link you everywhere. But uh, if you want to check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, wherever it may be, wherever you get your social media content. If you look up Love Wrestling CA, chances are we are there if we aren't there under that domain name. Ladies and gentlemen, we just ain't there. Well, that was quite well put together. Mine's going to be short and sweet at Poetry of a Promo, Instagram, Twitter. Find us. You'll enjoy it. We're also on lovewrestling.ca, Poetry of a Promo. Go listen to it. Go listen to it now. Don't listen to Zach's outro. Go listen to my show. <laughs> my outro is short and sweet. I'd like to thank Spencer and Jordan once again for saving my ass on this very last minute recording. What did you think? What do you, uh, What are some of your favorite wrestling theme songs in regards to factions? Do you agree with our takes? Do you disagree with our takes? Let us know on Twitter at Smart and Friends and also follow at Two Finger Guns Club because they're producing excellent content just like this. Executive production by Alex Lussier-Craig, Alexa Jordans, and Tina Lullum. Technical production by Tina Lullum. Theme song by Louis Nagy. Follow us on social media at Two Finger Guns Club to stay up to date with the latest from TFGC and stay tuned for more great content coming your way the entire month of February.
Howdy. 28 and 28 is in full swing and things are about to get tipsy when we head into week four. My name is Zeke and together we're going behind the bar and mixing up some of our favorite cocktails. Catch it all at the end of the month. TFGC presents 28 and 28. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and follow us on social media at Two Finger Guns Club. This has been a Two Finger Guns Club production. Pew, pew.